Well, I'll just say it. Fuck you, Noah Baumbach. Eat a big bag of shit. Desperado, right? Yeah, he was like Desperado, and then like other things where he's supposed to just be like attractive. Yeah, I don't get it. I have a very skewed <laughs> idea of what I keep mean- meaning to make. You saw the you Dolly do. Parton challenge. Oh yeah. I keep wanting to make one for you where it's just Mickey Rourke. Oh my god. But it's all Mickey Rourke post multiple face surgery. Um, I I save all of the Mickey Rourke things you sent me. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> it really brightens up my day. Good. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. I love that man. I do. I honestly think he's more attractive now than like back in the day. <laughs> well, it's very clear from this podcast. We don't agree on everything. Anyway, yeah, so. no, almost nothing. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except for John Carpenter, James A. Caster. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Mm. Midsummer. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Yes. Mm hmm. Eggers. Eggers. Yeah. Hmm. Sasky brothers now. Holy fuck. I love them. Right? <laughs> They're so wonderful. I was so uncomfortable. They well, make me so uncomfortable. Who are you, by the way? Hi, Marin Rose. Who am I? <laughs> You're Nick Souter. What's this thing we're doing? This is Aaron Rose has never seen it. It's a podcast. Yeah, about? <laughs> Just movies. Talk, act like I have amnesia. <laughs> Just explain the whole thing to me. It's about movies that I haven't seen and you forced me to watch. Movies Two. that I wouldn't watch normally because I have garbage tasted movies. How? What's the current count for Roadhouse and Encino Man views in 2020? Roadhouse is still at 10. It was at 10 when I wrote that, right? Or was it 9? It was 9. <laughs> okay, we're at 10 for Roadhouse. Um, Encino Man's still pretty low. I don't remember the last count I sent you, but I haven't watched it since then. I think it was like six. All right, yeah. Five? Mm, yeah, that sounds right. About so half as many as Red House. No. <laughs> I love Encino Man. A lot Encino less Man. throats being ripped out than Encino Man. I mean, zero. Zero, which is wrong. If it was yeah. Sean Astin at one throat being ripped out, yeah. maybe my new favorite movie. I mean, the caveman really should rip out his throat. <laughs> Yeah. And then just right off into the sunset with Polly Shore. Yeah. That'd be my ending. Um I think we should backtrack for a second. <laughs> you said you wrote a review for Roadhouse? I did. Where can you find that? On our website. We have a website? I guess so. <laughs> I don't is know it what one it of is. Those Squarespace things. I it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so it's literally just called Aaron Rose's Never Seen It dot com. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was abbreviated or not. <laughs> <laughs> I should know these things. I, I mean, suppose. I only know because I just pulled it up. Oh, myself. okay. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, so we realized when we came back from Andy Warhol's exhibit at the 
Mm. MoMA. No. No. MCA. Nope. Art Institute. Yep. <laughs> amnesia. I have amnesia. I don't know if that's amnesia. I got drunk. I sobered up. I ate terrible Chinese food. I'm not thinking straight. There you go. Yeah. Uh, chicken wings went right to your brain. <sighs> you know, I guess it's better than going straight to my thighs. I can't. <laughs> Who have I become? Anyways, so we're at the um, <coughs> Weed Institute, and we saw the Warhol exhibit. Did you say the Weed Institute? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. Yeah, I just g- I've given up on names. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Your dad actually was nice enough to take us on yes. his path. Mm-hmm. Well, he invited you. You invited me. Yeah, of Thank course. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Red. I forced you to come <laughs> after you tried to bail on me. I only tried to bail. Okay, because this was okay. This relates to one of the reviews. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I don't know exactly. I had a nightmare. Oh, I have a lot of those. Yeah, I had a nightmare because uh, Steph and I, my sister. Mm-hmm. For the casual listeners who aren't Sam and Jeff. <laughs> but my sister and I watched all three parts of that Aaron Hernandez documentary. And then I had a dream that I was holding a baby and I got shot. So mm. I woke up. Mm-hmm. Couldn't fall back asleep for hours. So then I watched uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. Which is... It's, it's genre is action, but it should just be straight up fantasy. Okay. Um, I didn't fall back asleep till like eight in the morning, mm. and then you called. Your I think your literal text to me when I said I just woken up was, "Get your shit together." Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and saw Warhol, and we realized um, any asshole can make money off of art. Yeah, I mean. I have a love-hate relationship with Andy Warhol. He's not my favorite. I don't really like him at all. Yeah. I feel like his art is just, like, making fun of you. Pretty much. <clears throat> I like and there's something to be said for that, but I've always felt that his real talent was finding other talented people. Yeah, he was <laughs> he a producer. Was really good at that. Yeah. Like, every artist associated with him, I think, is far better than the art he did himself. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the fact that his stuff is worth so much money is mind-boggling, it is. and any asshole can do it, but not every asshole does. No, so that's but where we're going to be those assholes. Yes, <laughs> that's where all this ties together. We remembered we have a website, and we're paying mm-hmm. for it, so we might as well use it. And since we don't record this podcast. On any sort of regular basis. It's been two weeks, I think. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea either. Yeah. I'm just making shit up. No, it has been two weeks. Okay. That's not so bad. Did I post that episode? Don't know. Yeah. So, um, we did record. Okay. Um, we decided to start writing reviews mm-hmm. and essays and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We brought Bob back into the fold. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, go up on the website, Aaron, Aaron com, mm-hmm. and you can read Aaron's review for Roadhouse, which uh-huh. is amazing. Thank you. And you can read my review for Mission Impossible Fallout, which is just one big backhanded compliment. 
was very entertaining. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Also, uh, we have a copy editor now. Yeah, exciting. It's crazy. Um, it's Maria Del Carmen, who edits most of my poetry. And we should get I her to write a couple of reviews. She's willing yeah. to do it, but mostly oh. she just wants to edit. Okay, that's yeah, cool that's too. Her thing. Sure. Um, we need a lot of that. <laughs> I, I need a lot of that. <laughs> I have no idea how to write. That's okay. I have no idea how to do, uh, copy edit because I don't have anything spelled and. She her she read them both of our reviews and she goes I like your reviews they're very entertaining and then all caps who's your copy editor I was yeah. like you yeah you texted me that she was gonna be our copy editor and I believe my response was I don't know what that is <laughs> that is precisely <laughs> it uh, which means you and I are both just bound for fucking Warhol money I mean why not. My favorite thing about you is that you randomly just go, we should be famous. I really have always felt that way. (laughs) But um, We'd be great famous people. We would. We do awesome and dumb things with our money. We would have so many of those paintings. The Ghana movie posters. Holy fuck. We'd go broke. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. We just have, we'd have to start a gallery. Our own gallery for dumb bullshit that we buy slash make. Spoon feed the people and take all yeah. their money. Well, you saw my last creations. <laughs> they were the dumbest fucking things ever. Explain. Oh, I did a head transplant. <laughs> oh, I know. I want you to explain <laughs> it to the people. Oh, I already feel dumb. <laughs> I several years ago I uh, took a taxidermy class where I stuffed a pheasant, and my cats decided it was real and tried to kill it, and knocked its head off in the process. And since they did that, I haven't been able to get the head to stay back on. So I decided it was just going to go on something else. And then I found this like weird, uh, Huck Finn doll. I think is what he was. <laughs> at the thrift store and I'm like oh this would be perfect so I bought him and I gave him a mullet and put his head on the pheasant and the pheasant's head on him and then I put them both on skateboards I'm telling you (laughs) hundreds of thousands of dollars oh that's probably like this is a a prime example of why I shouldn't smoke weed (laughs) because I do dumb stuff like that yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think you feel different once we sell it. Maybe. Yeah. Skateboards are great touch. <coughs> yeah, I mean, and they're functional too, so yeah. you can push them around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so do all that and then buy our shit and hire our copy editor. You might rev recognize, you might remember her as new host Maria mm-hmm. from Kill Your Idols, which is at. Bucket of Blood. Yeah, our official sponsors. Oh, they're so great. Yeah. Wonderful people, wonderful store, yeah. filled with magic. You know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Oh, yeah, go buy some weird shit for yeah. your significant other. I think my tooth's falling out. Oh, I hope not. If your tooth falls out, <laughs> I'm never coming back. <laughs> I believe you. Uh-huh. Well, I'll just swallow it. So Please. Oh, God. Yeah, go to Bucket of Blood. 
Ignore the interjection that it's made. Go to mm-hmm. Bucket of Blood. Buy something original. Mm-hmm. Buy something weird. Mm-hmm. Buy a candle with David Bowie or Kyle McLaughlin's face on it. Yeah. Or 11. I think you bought me an 11 one. Yeah. It's on Back my altar. It was still good. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, Sean. Um, also, if I edited this correctly, we're just going to get all this out of the way. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. If I edited this at all. Probably not. Probably not. Mm -mm. You heard our theme song from Donnie Moore. They're not hearing it. We should just like make a little tiny video and post it on. Oh, that's a great idea. Instagram. What should it be, though? Because it's not going to be us in here. I mean, you could probably set it to anything. Maybe some cheat sheets. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, thanks. Could push around <laughs> my skateboard dudes for a while. Sold. <laughs> we'll make them do tricks. Okay. Um, how flammable are they? I don't think they're very flammable. We I should set skate ramp on fire they live on top of my fireplace and have not caught on fire yet okay cool so we'll send them through a ring of fire well okay song plays mm-hmm. that would work so uh thanks for going to the website thank you bucket <laughs> of blood thank you donnie thank you maria yes oh no i just think donnie and maria to you younger folks it's a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, it's the Chinese food. Don't blame me. <laughs> sure. It has nothing to do with the bar you were at before the Chinese food. I'm sober. Okay. I believe you. I don't think anyone listening is going to believe No. Am I slurring yet? No. Okay. I will after this tooth falls out. I know. You need to quit playing with it. I'm not. I can see it. <laughs> forgot you could see me. <laughs> I'm going to have to start putting a screen up so we can't see each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're becoming the strokes. Let me look at me while I record. <laughs> I kind of feel that way with the weird bananas. <laughs> I get real anxious. I think you should do that. As I cover my face. <laughs> yeah. Just hang up a blanket in the middle of this weird room. Speaking of weird rooms, I don't know transition. Nope. What are we reviewing? Um, <laughs> that is not a transition at all. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. Let me okay. try it again. Okay. Go again. Speaking of hanging sheets. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Try again. Speaking of digging a hole you can't get out of. Okay, there we have it. (laughs) This week, we're talking about Uncut Gems and the Laundromat. This brings us all the way back to us talking about the Softies. Oh, my God. Beautiful people. Not physically. I don't mind them. They're an odd bunch to look at. Um, Everybody makes fun of them. Like... um, I don't mind them. Uh, I know you don't. I yeah. Come okay. On. Yeah. Aaron, please explain Uncut Gems. <coughs> so, Uncut Gems follows Howard Ratner. Ratner? 
jeweler in New York City, and he just keeps making the worst possible decisions. He, like, wins a bunch of money and loses it all and does it over and over again, and he's being pursued by a bunch of loan sharks that are after him at every step of the way, and it's so fucking uncomfortable. Um, I, w- <laughs> I was watching this again yesterday morning while I was like working out and I was running and I just like, I found <laughs> that I just like kept stopping because <laughs> I was like so uncomfortable and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, so I, one of the reviews I haven't put up yet is Uncut Gems. I'm going to read part of it. Oh yeah. Uncut Gems is frustrating because it is so well directed. It generally feels out of control. It is a two-hour panic attack wherein you root for the thing causing the dread. I um, hated. This is this is the problem with this fucking movie. Also, mm-hmm. he is such an asshole. Adam Sandler's character. Oh fuck yeah, he such sucks. An asshole. He's a piece of shit. He is. In the beginning, I hated him. In the middle, I kind of understood what he was doing, and by the end, I was like, oh, this. His, these actions make sense. He has nothing else he could do. He's still an asshole and a piece of shit. But by the end of it, you're like, yeah, okay, I buy this. Well, yeah, that's like, I was going to say it's the beautiful thing about like the Safdie brothers is like they create these awful fucking characters, but you find them so enduring yeah. and like you want them to get out of it, even though they keep doing them. fucked up shit. Yeah, they can't, like, help themselves. And, oh, God. I I was so mad the first time I saw this trailer. I'm so fucking mad. I know. I loved it. We actually talked about it because we were oh, right before Joker. Oh, God. I started, like, elbowing you like we were a fucking mosh fan. I was so excited. I was so angry. You're still angry. I'm still angry. I hate Adam Sandler. I just don't like him. This isn't an Adam Sandler movie, though. No, it's not. And he is fantastic in it. And I hate to give him, like, credit. But, like, he's so, so good in it. I never thought I'd be upset that Adam Sandler wasn't nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, they should have. They should. Oh, my God. I don't think A24 campaigned. I feel like oh, the Oscars are. That's all bullshit, fucked. anyways. Yeah, it's bullshit. Um, Greta Gerwig got. Ugh, fuck off. Fuck Little Oscars. Women is so fucking well directed. Of course it is. It's amazing. I haven't even seen it yet. I've just seen like the trailers and clips that like people have played, and it looks unbelievable. Yeah. Little Women is not linear. Mm-hmm. It's like flashbacks. It's sort of like. You're seeing the story as Joe is writing it, mm-hmm. or thinking about the stories mm-hmm. as she goes along. And there's this part where they have who's the youngest one? The one that spoiler alert if you haven't seen Little Women or read it. I forget her name. So the the little one dies. But what she does in this, which is so amazing, <laughs> the little one, Jesus Christ. Um The youngest. The youngest, thank you. Mm-hmm. So the youngest little one, she Greta Gerwig intercuts this part, so it's like she's sick the second time. Mm-hmm. But what she does is she intercuts it with her having scarlet fever the first time. Mm-hmm. So you get like the setup. You see how she's sick both ways, and how you can't tell 
which one is now because it's just her in the bed. Sure. You can only tell the difference because uh, Sorcerer Vernon's hair is different length. Shersha. She gets better. She recovers from the, the Scarlet Fever the first time. Right. And it's amazing. And then the same... Ronan wakes up the same way. Mm-hmm. And there's a totally different outcome. And she just sets you up like, oh, look, she got better. Oh, look, fuck. Mm-hmm. And it is so goddamn traumatizing. It's amazing and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And, uh Nominated woman for director. Yeah, that all. Yeah. Not happened for a while. No. Unfortunately. I don't even know who was like nominated, but I know it's none of the people who should have been. No. I I like I know I read through. We probably should have like talked about that. Yeah, it's not because it's all bullshit. Yeah. Plus the last time we tried it never made it to air. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was a fun one. It's like right after I had my teeth done. I'm so sorry. You know, I think my tooth fell out doing that, so I deserve <laughs> I deserve that. Um, but yeah, um, Greta Gerwig not nominated. I think her name is Lulu Wang, who directed The Farewell. She's not nominated. No, they didn't get any nominations. No. They got, A24 got one nomination for cinematography. Softy Brothers... Should have been nominated. Absolutely. Edgar should have been nominated. Yep. Ari Aster should. They should just have. I mean, I understand we're basically mm, reading off. I know. The nominees for the Independent Spirit Awards, but still. Yeah. Which character filled you with more panic or like tension watching it? Was it Adam Sandler in this? Mm-hmm. Or R. Pat in Good Time? Ooh, that's a good question. I I think Adam Sandler like filled me with way more yeah. panic. I wasn't really like panicking for our Pat. I'm like, oh, you're just You're just dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas like Adam Sandler f- knew fully well what he was doing in Absolutely. that movie. Yeah. Or like Howard Ratner. And, like, I think they did a good job of, like, making him not Adam Sandler. Like, you don't look at him and immediately think Billy Madison, you know? They gave him, like, fake teeth and, you know, some other, like, fake stuff. I think he has, like, a fake mole or whatever. His chin looks, his face looks weird, his chin. Yeah, he just, like, he carries himself in a completely different manner. He actually does some hard acting. He actually became a character instead of just being, like, a voice. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, this is like Adam Sandler's first movie in to be released in theater since Pixels. Yeah, it's been a long time. All of his movies are just Netflix movies now. Straight to Netflix yeah. or their um, animated shit. Yeah. Live action movie, I guess we should say. It's his yeah. first live action movie since Pixels. I did see that, obviously. Is that a Kevin James vehicle? <laughs> it absolutely is. But it has other people in it, too. I know, um, I know, uh, blanking on it too. Yeah. Hold on, I have it written down somewhere in here. It's the, it's the littlest Don't man. Say it. From Game of Thrones. <laughs> Not even Aaron looking. Needs a sec- yeah, we're just going to leave it alone? Yeah. Just leave it at that? Okay, that's fine. Hoping you weren't going to say it and you said it. But it relates to. Okay. I have no clue. No. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's weird. Not great. 
not good at all. Oh, pixels? Yeah. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-mm. Josh Gad's in that too, right? I don't know who that is. Is there a fat guy in there? Yeah. Pearly not, hair? Yeah. Yep. A fat guy that's not Kevin James? Yeah. Uh-huh. The curly black hair, right? Yeah. yeah. How? Mm-hmm. What a way to embrace diversity, Adam Sandler. Two fat guys instead of one. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. Peter Dinklage. That's it. Yeah. I knew it was in Living in Oblivion. Yeah. God damn it. You got it. Anyways, I loved Uncut Gems. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's so goddamn good. I want to see so much more of the Softy Brothers. And I was like, I was, so they wrote this movie like 10 years ago. Yeah, and it's gone through like 120 scripts, (laughs) script revisions, I guess. Um, and the first time they gave it to Adam Sandler, he turned it down. And yeah. so there was like a long list of like other people that they gave it to, one of which was Sasha Baron Cohen. And I, did I not know that. really want to see a Softy Brothers Sasha Baron Cohen flick. That would be amazing. It would be so fucking good. <laughs> um, Adam Sandler was on Conan. Mm-hmm. He talked about that. He's like, yeah, he passed on it the first time. He goes, I can't do this. This doesn't mm-hmm. work for me. And then they offered it to him again five years later. And his agent just like, oh, he doesn't want this. And just threw out the script. His wife's the one who talked him into doing it. Jonah Hill. They already started Mm pre-production with Jonah Hill. And then he dropped out. It worked out for the best. Absolutely. I can't imagine Jonah Hill in it. I could see Sasha Baron Cohen in it. But I hope they like work together eventually. Me too. You know what they should do? Hmm. The Queen biopic we all wanted. I mean, I would love that, but I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen's already too old for it. They've done they it like 10 years ago. Perfect. Uh, what if they do that Robert De Niro de-aging shit? Nope, not into that. But, but speaking of <laughs> Freddie Mercury, Howard Ratner's house is Freddie Mercury's house. The same house they use for Freddie Mercury's house in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hated that movie so much I didn't notice. I mean, it's very a uh, very small part. Yeah. Eric Bogosian played his brother-in-law, cousin-in-law. Okay. The the loan shark. Oh, okay. With yeah. the slick black hair. Uh-huh. He is an amazing playwright. He's a very good actor. He is like... Ext- <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need a sheet. <laughs> we need a sheet. We need to stop drinking White Claws in here. Or fake White Claw. I, the... I feel like White Claw is even more offensive. It is. It's worse. Yeah. Yeah. To go back to Henry's. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lo- there's a lot of burping going on. If you can't tell, I hope you can't. But um, I hope not. This is exhausted from life. I've been out since five, and I had my cervix scraped. <laughs> I see. I was going to say something, but I felt like it wasn't my place to mention it. No, it's fine. Okay. That's normal. Everyone should get their cervix scraped once a year. Mine too. If you have one. How would I tell? You'd have a vagina. What's that? We're not doing that. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, go to the doctor. Get that shit checked out. Actually, like once you're 30, they do it every three years. And so this is like my three year. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You have to worry about it for three years. Yeah, that's nice. Yep. Um, so this is the decade I turned 40. Mm. My birthday is in 
month and a half. Oh, his birthday's in a month and a half. Fuck. Um, also, my family's going to Vito's and Nick's. Vito and Nick's. You're invited. Oh, thanks. On your birthday? No, not on my birthday. Oh. You have to come. Oh, um, I am definitely. Yeah. Love hanging but out um, with your family. No. <laughs> More than my own. <laughs> Except for Robert. Yeah. And my dad. Yeah. And Alice. And Alice. And the dog. Yeah. More or less. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> um. Oh, no. I, I'm three years away from a prostate exam. Is it 40 I mean, or 50? I think it's 40, right? I'm pretty sure it's 40. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that it's that bad. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not going to be anything like that. I'm just, I'm just, it's, I've been thinking about it. Yeah. And your cervix scrapes. Are it sucks. It's yeah. a whole fucking ordeal. I have to go every year, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been going every year since. Oh, I so it's reverse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. I have no, I, I realize I don't have a complaint in this department. Yeah, no. no. I mean, no, you don't. Couple get fingers one. at my butt. I get not fingers. A big deal. Yeah. Women get fingers inside them like every year. Yeah. At the doctor. Yeah. Sucks. Fine. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. My doctor's awesome though, so I can't complain. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, she's my favorite. I wish she could be like my doctor for everything. I'd actually go to the doctor then. I haven't been to a doctor since the hospital. Before that was 11 years. Mm-hmm. She's the one doctor I see every year. It's the only doctor I go to. The last time I went to, like, a, what are they called? Like, general care, whatever. Um, general practitioners? Yeah. Last time I was at one of those was before I started college. Just many moons ago. How long has your college ID been expired? Oh, fuck. I have 15 years? 16? A long time. Yeah. Yeah. But I do go to her every year, so. That's good. Mm -hmm. Way off topic. (laughs) This podcast isn't half topics anymore. I mean, it doesn't seem like it. No. So, like, okay. the MacGuffin of the podcast now is the the movies, but we show up here and, look, we did two hours that one t- episode I lost. Oh, God. It was a good one, too. I know. I'm still upset. Um, but like Me, too. An hour of that was nothing about movies. Yeah, that's we probably true. We did a solid 20 minutes on your dad's Halloween party. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, it was great. Back to Uncut Gems for a second, though. I just, like, I keep staring at her name, so I feel like I need to mention it. His wife was played by Adina Menzel. She's so good in it. And she hates him so much. It's real hate. I don't know, like, what I've really seen her in. I definitely have seen her her face a bunch. And I know she did the voice for Frozen. Frozen, yeah. I had no idea who she was other than that. I've definitely seen her in things, but she was really, really good in this. Also really good in this is Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. He is so amazing. Kevin Garnett's even good in it. I had to look it up. I didn't know he was a real basketball player. Um, Don't like sports. <laughs> who you got in the Super Bowl, Aaron? Is that coming up? It's Sunday. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Who's the halftime show? I want to say Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, but I think that's probably wrong. Yeah. So the only thing that I know that she was in was in um, 
2001, she played a bridesmaid in Kissing Jessica Stein. Okay, I don't you know what that, that is. Nope. It's a movie written and starring the woman. What's her name? Jennifer Westfeld. She's married to um, John Hamm. One of the interesting things about this movie is I, I read it a couple different places, and each place it had like a different number. But one place said that the fourth most f-words used in a movie ever and then i like read the same thing later that said the seventh most which i don't know i i i, I would be surprised if it was in the top 10 that seems that doesn't seem like a they had that much in there i mean that's what i thought too but there are a lot <laughs> yeah there is a lot there's a lot there's definitely less than big lebowski there's definitely less than scarface you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to see, like, the actual countdown. I know John Waters, like, played with it a little bit when he made Cry Baby. Because they actually, like, in the theatrical version, I believe they bleeped out a bunch of, like, F-words. Because you can only have so many and get, like... Or you used to only be able to have so many and get an R rating, I think it is what it was. Or PG-13 rating, maybe. I don't remember what Cry Baby oh, yeah. was rated. Probably PG-13. Probably, yeah. But you could only have so many, like, F words. Well, when and Cry so Baby they started, like, out, beeping it out. When Crybaby came out, you were allowed one. You could keep the PG-13. Oh, and maybe that's what it, it was. And they changed it to two. Like in the, um, I don't know when exactly, but in Ocean's Eleven, which is directed by Steven Soderbergh. Oh. Getting the segue going early. Mm-hmm. Um, that's PG-13. And Elliot Gould has that thing when they're at the table and goes, talking about like robbing casino and escaping and he goes unless we forget you're still in the fucking desert <laughs> and that's great but then when they m- the uh the bomb has the explosive doesn't go off right or like mm-hmm. the little gymnast in the vault yep that part mm-hmm. he opens the door and he literally goes where the fuck you been yeah so mm-hmm. they have two so okay. whatever that's it started around then okay Speaking of which, Crybaby is going to be the midnight show this weekend at Music Box. I think we should go. I'm actually not closing anymore. Oh, fun. Yeah. We should totally go then. Oh. Is it 35 millimeter? Yeah. Oh, we're going. Fuck yeah. Yes. The, oh, we went. I, that's not the last time I was at the Music Box. But we did go to see Serial Mom yeah, last year. Yeah. It wasn't last year. No, two years ago. Um, Sam, turn off your closet. Remember, Candace was so young, she was still, she wasn't 21 yet. Really? Because I kept making all the jokes and Sam kept getting pissed. Oh. Yeah. That was a fun night. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam. Maybe we could do Pizza Night in America. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and then go see Crybaby. This is great. Fucking John Waters. Yeah. Sam, Love you can man. listen again. Um, <laughs> did I ever tell you my Cryberries? Cryberry. Hold on one second. We're both like mush mouths today. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that. Mushmouth. <laughs> I have cotton mouth from Chinese food. This is a real thing. I don't have an excuse. And I let I drink way too much coffee and your cervix is scraped. You could you could yeah, use that's that for you. This is disgusting. I still am not sure if I like it more or less than white claw. <laughs> it's less sweet, which I appreciate. Yeah. But But the tartness is very artificial. Everything about it's very artificial, yeah. I feel like. Did I tell you I roasted a chicken last week? No. I'll show you the photos. It came out really oh good. Oh, my God. How'd uh, you do it? Oven? 
oven. Yeah, I uh, okay. scratch cocked it, and then I made a bunch of. What does um, that mean? Oh, I cut out the spine and then pressed in the oh. breastbone until it cracked. So it cooked in only forty-five minutes, and then the, all of the skin. I put a little olive oil in the skin, so mm-hmm. it was like crackling. Okay. It was delicious. Yeah. But also, usually they when you spatchcock it, they just put it in like an empty pan. Mm-hmm. I put all. I put um. White claw. Three full cans of White Claw, but to keep them moist, I emptied out two cans of White Claw on top of the White Claw. Oh, my God. No, I had a bunch of carrots in there and some, like, those little round potatoes. I just Mm -hmm. pierced them and then um, cut up an onion. I put up a whole clove of garlic. Mm -hmm. Actually cut the clove of garlic in half and just put the – I put the chicken on top of all the vegetables, but I made sure that one half of each of the garlics was underneath the -hmm. breast of the chicken. Okay. So it was, nice. vi- it was it was delicious. It was very garlicky. Just wait till you try these salsas. So like each batch of these salsas, that's a hot sauce. I know. How hot is this, by the way? Also, I mean, you can't ask me that question because I can't gauge it. Right. <laughs> Nothing tastes hot to me. I have like weird dead taste buds apparently when it comes to like spicy stuff. But like the black salsa and the pineapple pico, those batches each had a full head of garlic in them. How much garlic is in, how much in the hot sauce? Well, first of all, it was a very big batch. Yeah. And I think I used like three heads of garlic. I'm into garlic. Because I like went back and added more because I didn't think it was garlicky enough. Because I like my hot sauce very garlicky. Aaron was nice enough to bring me a kombucha bottle size of hot sauce. It is definitely a kombucha bottle that yeah. I reused. <laughs> <laughs> I sterilized it first. I know. I know. And then... Uh, a non-black black salsa, a mm-hmm. mango uh, pico de gallo, pineapple, pineapple. That's mm-hmm. what I said. Smells amazing. I haven't. Should, I cannot wait to use this. Um, everything bagel seasoning. Oh, oh my god, it's so good. I mean, it's all good. It's like not as hot as I'd like it to be. I think you and I are on the same level of dead taste buds. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I like think we're pretty close. It's tingly. Mm-hmm. But it's also here's the other thing. I don't care if it's not that hot because it's it's delicious. Tasty, right? It's really yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I put it on my salads in the morning. Yeah. It's really good. Um, do you remember when we were recording the weird bananas video and you gave me? Yes. <laughs> the hot sauce that um, Andre's aunt made. Eduardo sauce, yes. Mm-hmm. And then you also had um, Blair's Megadeth. M- Blair's Megadeth, and I had both of them and. Mm-hmm. What Eduardo sauce? Eduardo sauce, that's what she calls Delicious. it. Delicious. Oh my god, so good. So good. That was way hotter than Blair's Megadeth sauce. I think so too. Yeah. Joey Z tried like a dab of it of the he Blair's Megadeth sauce and then literally started drinking water out straight from the faucet of your Yeah, sink. he just like turned the faucet on and stuck his face <laughs> underneath it. And I feel like he just like took a toothpick and like right yeah put it in his mouth like very minimal amount this doesn't sound terrible i realize i lived with joey for two years and we've been friends for a long time that is my favorite memory of him it was really fun it was so funny i've been told i have dead taste buds because i don't think anything's spicy yeah and like you've seen my refrigerator i have probably like All 20 different kinds of hot sauce and none of them are like spicy to me i even did like I, there's like those stores I think they're called like Pepper Palace or something and they have like some hot sauce that you have to like sign a waiver to try. Did you try it? I did. No big deal. 
not a big deal. I mean, it was spicy, but like the guy like thought I was going to like have a heart attack or something and that I had it and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And he's like, you don't even need anything to drink after this. And I'm like, no, it's really not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) We need to find like a pepper eating contest and enter it. We'll fucking smoke everyone. (laughs) Go total Paul Newman and Tom Cruise on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you not like the reference or you do not get the reference or both a little bit of both okay that's fair <laughs> color of money um mm. but to break away from our soon um aaron rose aaron rose has never tasted it <laughs> spinoff food podcast <laughs> did i ever tell you the story about when i rented actually it's getting a little hotter now i like that it definitely sneaks up on you. Of the three of these, I think, like, the pico might be the spiciest. Really? Because I use three different kinds of peppers in there. And then, like, when it sits for, like, a day, it gets way spicier. It, did it ferment a little bit? or? No, I literally just made it yesterday. Okay. But, like, when I first made it, I used a whole pineapple. And I'm like, oh, it's just, like, real sweet. Like, that's all I could taste was, like the sweetness so i went to the store and bought more peppers oh my god (laughs) and added them in with some more like tomatoes um but it's got like a nice spiciness to it that like combined with like garlic (laughs) yeah i feel like garlic can be like really spicy when you add a ton of it (laughs) how gross are you gross out are you gonna be if i just like dip the pico that's yours do what you want i probably have to eat it to get it really spicy yeah. I can sort of feel it, though. Well, because I also, like, keep the seeds in the peppers. Like, people take the seeds out, but that's yeah. where, like, the spiciness yeah. is. Um, that has great taste. And I just, I just mm-hmm. took a sip of the uh, a jus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, like, probably the thing I make the best in the world. I believe you. Pineapple pico de gallo. That's not going to last long. No. Well, I make it pretty often, so. I would like to sign up for your newsletter. Okay. And subscribe. Mm-hmm. The not black black sauce definitely needs some work. Obviously, it's not black. Well. <laughs> and it's also like, I use tomatillos, so it's kind of like weirdly sour, but not like really spicy. Oh, God, I can just like smell the garlic. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> this smells more garlicky than everything bagel uh, mix. Well, yeah, because it was a smaller batch than the pico, but I still used a whole head of garlic. And I didn't roast the garlic, which I feel like is, yeah. I should have roasted it. Did you it crush your be garlic fine. before you put it in? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Well, there's Allison in it then. Mm-hmm. That's like really good for you. Yeah. And it's winter, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you a story about when I rented Crybaby from Hollywood Video? So I was, uh, shit, this is a long time ago. First of all, Hollywood Video was still open. And then. I loved Hollywood Video. That was my store. Like, everyone was all Blockbuster, but... I would go rent stuff from there even when I, I worked I loved Hollywood Video. I would randomly get stoned and then They were like bigger and they, like... Nobody who worked there gave a fuck. At so, at, like, you know, 12 years old, I could go rent, like, Fight Club or whatever. And yeah. they'd just be like, whatever. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I would go, <laughs> I would get way too fucking high and I'd be able to drive my car. Mm-hmm. And I would go, you know where I can go? Hollywood Video. 
and would walk around for like an hour mm-hmm. and then rent something for $2 and buy a can of soda. And they'd be like, cool, man. Good to see you. Yeah. Well, I feel like they were much bigger than Blockbuster and they were kind of like weirdly dimly lit. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> Which is like, is it gave it like a creepy vibe that I, of course, was super into. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah. Like everything was very dark in there. You and just it was. Blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fucking um, goddamn Blockbuster video was lit up like Target. Yeah. Very bright. Yeah, Everything was like white and yellow I and know, blue. It was gross. It made so it was very like way too well lit. Offensive. Whereas like Hollywood video, it's like kind of going through like that curtain. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> what if you went to the porn section, but mm-hmm. all the movies were there? Yeah. And it was just sort of chill. And like you know why they did it? So nobody would be able to tell you you're high. Yeah. When you're stoned and you walk in the blockbuster video high or oh god, it was like a spotlight. Yeah, I would never go in there high. I would just, like, push my videos into the little slot. I spent two years <laughs> there working high. I know. It was amazing. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like going to Blockbuster. Cause, like, Blockbuster was in Crestwood, which is a hike for me, like, when I was in high school and whatnot. Whereas there was a Hollywood video literally a block away from my house. We used to just, like, go in there and, like, bullshit. Yeah. Fucking read the backs of, like, all the weird horror movies. Same. We, we were in there And once. there was, like, a candy store right next door to it, which was <laughs> awesome. Um, so we'd get super stoned, go to the candy store, and it was, like, one of those candy stores where everything was, like, bought by the pound or whatever. So you just get super high by, like, all the weird shark gummies that <laughs> your heart could desire. And pickles. They also sold, like, those giant pickles. In a bag or just... No, they had, like, a bucket. And you would just, like, pull yours out. They had, like, little tiny bags like that you could put your it lobster. in. lobster? Yeah. <laughs> so we would do that and then eat pickles in Hollywood video. <laughs> All of the stories Jess told me were true, weren't they? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, it's so now a sushi restaurant. The ho- the ho- the blockbuster I used to work at is now part of the expanded Peaches Dress Place. Oh yeah, yeah I know exactly where that's at. Now, yeah. yeah. And then the Hollywood Video I used to go to is a Little Caesars and a Taco Burrito King. It's like it's like hmm. two or three places now because it was so big. But we were leaving, we were checking out, and I walked over the counter and give the dude behind the counter my copy of crybaby goes oh i've never seen this I'm like oh it's really good you should see it he goes yeah he goes yeah like, can we watch it together We're like yeah sure come over he goes share popcorn like yeah you know share popcorn put two straws in the thing is put two straws in a coke whatever you want to do he goes oh cool cool yeah I'll, uh, I'll see you later i'm like see you and he puts the thing over the count on the other side i walk through i take it and walk outside and the girl i was with goes did you pay for that I'm like no I'm like <laughs> what just happened i'm like oh nothing i don't i don't know because we were like I was like, oh. It just smells like garlic in here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, he was definitely hitting on you. You realize that now, right? I realized it when I got to the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, like, in the moment, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. If there's a counter between me and anybody, it's just, like, an opportunity for me to riff. I mean, you were renting a John Waters movie. <laughs> 
all these things, you know, years later yeah. make sense. It's kind of like how uh, you saw that video, how he's been friends with John Waters for like 30 years. He didn't oh, my he God. Yes. Like he Herzog. Herzog. He's trying to <laughs> Werner Herzog turned to his wife and was, I think, I think John Waters is gay. No, he, goes, he said a homosexual. I think John Waters is a homosexual. And his wife goes, you just got that now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love John Waters so much. I don't remember the first time I saw Cry Baby, but I remember the first time seeing Serial Mom. So do I. I saw it in the theater. My awesome father took us to take it. I saw it on HBO. <laughs> took us to see at it. Eight in the morning. We saw it in the theater, and I obviously, like, loved it. And then, I don't know which, if I saw that first or if I saw Pink Flamingos first, but I definitely, Pink Flamingos was the first time I knew I was seeing a John Waters movie, and, like, my older brother Kent rented it under the premise that he wouldn't let me or Robert watch it because it was NC-17 and I remember that just like intrigued me so much so I like snuck into his room when no one was home and watched it that was the first time I was like yes these are my people (laughs) (laughs) like I want to hang out with all of these people see I I'd seen Crybaby, Hairspray, and Serial Mom and then when I was working at Blockbuster somebody brought up um, Pink Flamingos, and I had never seen it. And oh, man. Blockbuster obviously wouldn't carry it, so I ordered it. Uh, it was Pink Flamingos and... Yeah, that must have been a Hollywood... It was either a Hollywood video or there used to be, like, a Blue Island video store that was so, like, weird and nuts. <laughs> Anyways, it cost me, like, $40. Oh, I'm sure. The DVD, and then I, w- we watched it, and I was, just, I was like, oh... So I really didn't know John Waters. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, you watched all like the PG movies. Um, I remember this was like when I watched it. It was far before like there were DVDs. It was a VHS, and we I like watched it on like one of those VHS TV combos. <laughs> so I have one of those. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. So. Okay, I realize this podcast has gone in several different directions. Off the rails. Here's the thing, though. This computer, I've had it for seven years. My external hard drive died. There is a rush of garlic taking over this room. But also, (laughs) we only have 40 minutes left of space on this computer to record. Okay. Well, then we better talk about the other We better talk about the laundromat, (laughs) which I feel like I made a Steven Soderbergh reference. 20 minutes ago? Uh-huh. I don't remember what it is, but I remember saying directed by Steven Soderbergh. I don't remember either. Yeah. I don't remember what it was referring to. Um, So the laundromat, it was, I didn't write down the name of the book that it's based off of, but it was basically based off of the Panama Papers scandal, I think it was called, yeah. which was Mossack and Fonsinka. They're two lawyers that created this crazy... Shell companies? Many shell companies. I don't even know what you would call it. I wanted to say like pyramid scheme because they're at the top of it and they created like all these companies basically for the very wealthy to like hide money in various different like islands and 
whatnot where like people don't really like pay attention to like shit. Offshore banking to the extreme. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but it has like the most incredible cast. Uh, Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas, Meryl Streep, David Schwimmer, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, Sharon Stone. Robert Patrick. The Terminator. Okay. Then <laughs> I didn't write down his name. but Liquid Metal. Yeah. Which is weird because like right before I watched this, I watched a horror movie that he starred in. Called Faculty? No, the tone. It was called Tone Death, which was just like. I was watching it as I was making my salsa, so I don't really know what was going on. But like every time I like looked up, he was like beating somebody with a hammer. <laughs> you realize that, right? No. Yeah, Bob. When Bob would watch movies for the podcast, he would like start cooking dinner or start doing something else. No, 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 not. I wasn't doing this during the laundromat. I was no, doing I this, know, but like the way in general you watch movies is the exact same way. He I does. just like noise. Yeah. Coming at me. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm cooking, especially. And I feel like music's way too distracting because I get, like, more involved in music and I feel like I have to pay attention to it. Whereas I can put on, like, a dumb horror movie and just kind of, like, ignore it and then be there. But, yeah, like, every time I looked at the screen, he was, like, beating someone to death with a hammer. It was just That's a, just no good. I'd kind of actually like to sit down and watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually, like, watched The Laundromat. And I will say... <laughs> You told me, like, this movie was funny. I didn't really, like, think it was funny. There were definitely, like, funny parts. My favorite part of it was, like, the cameo of Will Forte and Chris Parnell. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) It was so good. It's so quick, and it's so blurry, but it's fantastic. I really appreciate Will Forte. Will Forte is great. He is. I don't feel like he gets enough credit because he just does really dumb weird shit but he is fantastic he's in one of my favorite movies well this was on my top 11 for the year uh much higher though was book smart he played the dad in that uh-huh yeah he was fantastic in it so good god damn it yeah i thought this movie was amazing though it's like half just antonio banderas and gary oldman in character Talking to the screen, oh doing like line for line from the book, and then intercut with like plot stuff. Right. Like yeah. This, this is like sort of if uh, the big short was actually actually had characters who weren't just piece of shit bankers. Yeah, there are a lot of like normal people in this movie. Yeah. Like it mostly revolves around Meryl Streep and her being in a boat accident. Losing her husband and then finding out that, like, their insurance was, like, one of these weird shell fucking companies. And that's where, like, David Schwimmer and the Terminator come in, too. I think they were, like, the owners of, They were the owners of the the boat boat company. restaurant, and their insurance was a shell company that got bought out by another shell company that got bought out by another shell company. That was sold to them by Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. And then, like, Meryl Streep ends up, like, tracking down his character, As Von he's getting Camper. arrested at the airport. Yeah, well, she tracks him down right before that, and he's just like, no, 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 this isn't, like, where you need to be. And then he gets arrested, yeah. which is a beautiful scene where his, like, wife finds out he has another family. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
great. Gary Oldman's obviously wonderful. He plays like a weird German man that's way too well dressed. Yeah, he's the only part I like about that is he's doing the same like uh, I think he was Russian. German. Okay. Well, he's doing his same German act, his same Russian accent that he did in um, the Hitman's Bodyguard. They're doing. The, he's doing the exact same accent. I don't know if I know that. It's Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson. Mm. It's not good. I don't like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's not a good movie. I'm sure it's not. I love Gary Oldman though. Yeah, he kind of went to waste in that movie. He just played he like did. a bad guy. Yeah. No, I, mean, I mean, like I, I don't know. Feel I don't mean like this movie. Oh, I don't feel like they used him to like his full capacity in this movie. Well, I I feel like they didn't have to because what he was like him explaining. Right. You just need him to talk. Mm -hmm. And him talking is pretty goddamn great. God, always. Yeah. (laughs) Like him and Antonio Banderas, like retelling their backstory and then telling like how the explaining all the shell companies and how everything else works. I was captivated. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Every second of them talking directly into the um, camera. Yeah, this is the first time I've seen Antonio Banderas in something that I really liked, or that I thought he was really good in. I guess we were talking about this off air, but mm-hmm. you got to see Pain and Glory. I know. I'm. It's definitely going on my list. And then Meryl Streep pulls like a double duty. Yeah. Surprise, though. I mean, it wasn't. Really I know, for me. Still, yeah. Like, I knew that was Meryl Streep the first time she was on screen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> but it's funny that, like, when they were doing, like, the read-throughs, I read that she, like, came in, like, the second character and was, like, sitting next to, like, one of her best friends, and they didn't recognize yeah. her. She's amazing. She is. That needs, like, a little weird. <laughs> I know, but. Seems, like, kind of forced. She even feels like, I feel like she feels like it's kind of like weird and forced, but it's effective. It works. It gets the point across. I think you have to be heavy handed with this type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's the other thing, though. She liked working with Soderbergh so much. They filmed they the made another movie. movie. They shot it in 14 days. I know. I read that. It's pretty great. Yeah. But Soderbergh also, uh, did you see Unsane? He shot that in 14 days. What's Unsane? Unsane is that movie. This woman's being stalked by somebody, and then basically she gets committed, and then they won't let her out. It's it. There is so many layers. It's basically like an exploitation B movie, mm-hmm. but he shot it in an iPhone. Oh, oh, we've talked about this. Yeah, before, and then he also sure. he shot High Flying Bird, which was supposed to be the other half of the double feature, uh, on an iPhone. But that one you can't tell. That movie is fucking gorgeous. Okay. Unsane looks like an iPhone movie. I absolutely love Steven Soderbergh. I know you do. Yeah. I, I have to use this cheat sheet. <laughs> Aaron's going to go eat more garlic. Um, Let's see. For you, though, who don't know, Steven Soderbergh has directed Out of Sights. Out of Sight, Schizophilus, The Limey, Unsane, Che, Part 1 and 2, The Laundromat, Traffic, Logan Lucky, Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13, Aaron Brockovich, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, uh, The Girlfriend Experience, Contagion, Magic Mike, Kafka, High Flying Bird, 
Bubble. Ton of other stuff. He is as talented as he is prolific. He put out two or three movies this year. The man doesn't stop, and he doesn't care how the movies get made or what they're distributed through. He just wants to make movies, and that's all he does. And TV shows, I think he just put out Mosaic. Watch as many of his movies as you can. They are all really good. Not all of them. He's made some crap. Let's just be honest. Uh, yeah, but the TV stuff, <clears throat> Mosaic, The Girlfriend Experience, that Nick with um, Clive Owen. He directed that uh, TV movie Behind the Cal- Candelabra. So if you've ever oh, watched, I watched that. Yeah, that's great, right? Fuck yeah, it If you ever want to watch Matt Damon blow... Uh, Michael Douglas, this is your chance. Why wouldn't you want to see that? Yeah. And then Are you still talking about Soderbergh? Yeah, he directed also Grey's Anatomy, Full Frontal, the remake of Solaris, Arrows, The Good German, Everything Good, Everything is Going Fine, Good, is Going Fine, sorry, Haywire, and oh, Side Effects, the one that hasn't come out yet, Meryl Streep is Let Them All Talk. I'll definitely be seeing that. Oh, yeah. Um, I do feel like I need to bring this up because we talked about it, like, off air. Jeffrey Wright's obviously in this, as well as Gary Oldman, and they were also in Basquiat together, yep. which, again, had an incredible cast. <laughs> Not only were they in it, I, like, wrote down, like, all the people. Benicio Del Toro, David Bowie, Dennis Hopper. Christopher Walken, Willem Dafoe, Parker Posey, Courtney Love, Tatum O'Neill, all in this movie. We just saw two of Basquiat's paintings. Yes, we did. It was the highlight of the Warhol exhibit. Yeah. I don't know if there were works from anyone else in that exhibit other than Basquiat and Warhol. I think I saw a couple that weren't. Really? But I don't remember. I don't either. Well... It's We're running out of disk space. Okay. You, you, no, but you brought the show full circle, Aaron. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> well played. Well played. Um, I do what uh, I can. Yeah. So real fast, what is your overall opinion on the laundromat? Um, I did like it. I don't think it was. I like it had funny parts. I didn't think it was really that funny. It was just kind of like depressing and reminds me of like how fucked up our society is. So. Yeah, but that's what I laugh at. Yeah, I don't know if that's really a laughing matter. <laughs> well, can't change it. Was this nominated for any awards? No. no? Okay. Because Netflix was pushing The Irishman. Oh, fuck. And Marriage Story. Yeah, re- fuck that movie, too. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to talk about this on a future podcast, but fuck that movie. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? I, I don't watch Noah Baumbach movies anymore. Oh, okay. I hate him. I hate that movie so much. I saw. I wa- hate how like everyone's sucking its dick too. Not into it at all. Somebody um, tweeted out Jennifer Jason Leigh should make a rebuttal to that movie where Noah Baumbach's character is played by Spike Jones. <laughs> oh God! I like the actors in it, and I couldn't even watch it in like one sitting. I've probably gone back to that movie three times and I still, like, haven't gotten fully to the end because it just, like, fills me with rage. Laura Dern's in that, right? Yep. She plays uh, the divorce lawyer for Scarlett Johansson. She's great. Scarlett Johansson's great. Yeah. They're all great in it, but just, like, oh, I just, it's 
fucked. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you watch it, we can talk about it more. But I don't watch I'm his not movies. Go into details. But uh, Laura Dern is also in Little Women, and Little Women was directed. So is Meryl Streep. Yes, and uh, Little Women was directed by Greta Gerwig, who had a baby with Noah Baumbach. Shut up! I didn't know that. It was so wow. Yeah, they're they're partners. Is that why you won't watch his movies anymore? That is no, <laughs> I won't. Zing. Anyways, I don't watch his movies anymore because I saw. I used to really like his movies, mm-hmm. and I actually grew up watching his films, like when I was a teenager, because he had. Um, I feel like you were just telling me to watch like one of his series. Didn't he do a series? I don't think so. No, okay, no. that was somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> but um, uh, while we're young, I went to go see that in theaters at the Landmark. Mm. I tried to leave the theater three fucking times. I was so angry. Three times. This movie made me so, so angry. So angry. If you watch it, I'll talk about it. I mean, you know the premise. It's Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver. And, like, it's supposed to be about how, like, messy divorces. And everyone's like, whoa, you can't really pick a side. But you could totally fucking pick a side. (laughs) But... Everyone just, like, forgives Adam Driver for all his transgressions and feels sorry for him, even after he, like, tells his wife he wishes she was dead. Like, every day. God damn it. Fucking bullshit. Hated that movie. Yeah. I probably have, like, ten minutes left of it, and I just get, like, so angry every time I put it on. Let me turn it off. (laughs) Well, I'll just say it. Fuck you, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, fuck you. Eat a big bag of shit. Fuck the marriage story. It didn't deserve to be nominated for anything. Yeah, also, what the fuck? Nominate some fucking black people or some brown people. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson got two nominations. Yeah. Supporting actor and actress. Get the fuck out of here. No, undeserved. Sorry. I kind of like her, but does not deserve to be nominated. No. Hashtag Oscar so white. Hashtag I Oscar mean, so real. male. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Bucket of Blood. Yes. Um, Thank you. Go to our website, read something, and mm-hmm. uh, go to Bucket of Blood and buy something. Absolutely. Go check out Absolutely Not. Yes. And uh, if you see Noah Bam back on the street, punch him in the face. No, we're not advocating violence. We're above that. What we're, what we're not above is you just yelling out Jennifer Jason Lee's name in his face. <laughs> oh, that is better. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in that movie I sent you the something for Cronenberg's son. Isn't she in that? Oh, I didn't. I thought that was just like a screen. I thought it was just a photo. I didn't realize there was like a whole thing. Oh, maybe it was. I like went down. I don't even know. Now well, I'm I not s- sure if I she's saw the in thing that. On, Indie w- on IndieWire. <laughs> I didn't read it though. No, I'm not even sure she's in it. Okay. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason Aaron takes a lot of notes. Yeah, because I don't know names of people. Uh, that's why we have the director's cheat sheets. Yeah. I need cheat sheets for everything in life, yeah. not just directors. I'm going to try it. I'm going to attempt to look it up quickly, but that's never happens. It just okay. All right. Well, 
Thank you for listening. If you made it this far. You're a goddamn saint. God damn it. You sure are. Um, I'm Aaron Rose. I'm what's left of Nick Souter. And this is Aaron Rose's Never Seen It. Fuck you, Noah Bombeck.